on social media at Have a Word Pod. With video on YouTube, you're listening to the funniest podcast in the game. It's Have a Word with Adam Rowe and Dan Nightingale. Who the fuck is that guy? Disgusting! <laughs> Can you hear us? I can't hear us now. Shit. Shit, lad. What's going on, Sal? Got it now. Yeah, it's coming. Can you hear me, Adam? You're right. you now. Look at me. Lip read. It's like having another conversation with me actual granddad. Never mind me podcast granddad. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? It's not working. Seconds into episode nine, and we're Getting back on Granddad Daniel. Ripped. I get, I got called Granddad on Twitter. <laughs> some, was that me? Some, no, some listener was like, "All right, Granddad." I was like, "Ah, oh, fuck." <laughs> yeah, that's not even the worst of it, mate. Uh, so, just before we crack crack on, I want to I want to uh, play everyone this, and I want you to I want Adam to hear it. I got the um, the voiceover lady, African lady, to do some new ones, and you'll have heard it already. Do but we know her name? African voiceover lady. <laughs> I don't know, but she's got a Zimbabwean flag as a pro as part of a profile pic, so pretty cool, boss. And uh, yeah, she sent us over some new ones, and it's got. Uh, so I think we should really. We got a tweet this week about the weirdest place someone had cracked one out, which we didn't ask for. But in response to I, the, me admitting I had a wank on a National Express. Yeah. Express. <laughs> National Express. <laughs> it was pretty dirty. <laughs> I was half ass. Just uh, so everyone knows, this is the first week we've got a guest, and we're honoured to have Sean Connery in the building. <laughs> in, in Dan's spare room in Chester. That's my dentures. National Express. National Express. I called it Stagecoach as well. That's how fucking old I am. I forgot the name of the company of that I wanked in the fucking bus. Oh, see, now I've got a bit more respect for you with it being National Express. I actually thought it was... Because st- Stagecoach is just like a bus company. Yeah. It's just like a get you from your house to the city centre four-mile bus journey. At least a Stagecoach. You you were doing a long journey. Oh, do you know what? Thanks for building a bridge there, do you, Adam. Do you know what I mean? That you've it, gone, yeah, before you were a perv, but now. Well, you're still a bit of a wrong but at least, like, you were like, yeah, I'm on here for hours, This is I'm going to need to deal with this, rather than, I can't wait three stops. <laughs> As you're saying it, I completely agree. A long-distance wrong <laughs> is different from a local wrong I reckon the judge would, will, would and will take that into consideration. Um, how long was the journey? Well, Your Honour. <laughs> It was. Are you wanking? Yeah, 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 yeah. But we've been here ages. They're deliberating. It was not. It was Newcastle to Nottingham. I mean, that's enough. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know what? Fair enough. In and if you if you haven't le- listened to episode eight, yeah, go back and uh, give yourself some context. <laughs> yeah, because this granddad is a dirty old fucker. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so it was a National Express. You're going to be one of those dirty old men, aren't you? On like Twitter, replying to like babe station models. She's like, you look lovely there, Jill. <laughs> Jill, Jill on Babe Station. <laughs> there's no one on Babe Station called Jill. <laughs> Maybe there's a niche. <laughs> babe Station. Older. Is, Is that your way of saying niece? Is that your new accent? Niche. <laughs> Maybe it's Jill's niche. <laughs> She's very sexy. 
What names can't you have on B- Babe Station? Pat. <laughs> <laughs> Pat's getting no calls. Hey, now we're on from one till four. Ooh. Ooh. With <laughs> Betty. <laughs> Pat and Betty. Yeah. <laughs> Just in the corner. Oh, what do you I want, want to talk about? <laughs> With the first night, babe, so she's never lost money. <laughs> I'm on. I'm on till Is about that phone six. Plugged in? Is it plugged in? <laughs> it's not fucking ringing. It's just people trying to talk to you. And Pat and Betty going, "Hello, <laughs> hello, no, I can't hear you, love. I can't hear you. I've pressed the wrong button." <laughs> Betty's like, "Do you want me to take it off? No, I want you to put your house coat on, love." <laughs> Where's your dressing gown? Come on, get your dressing gown on. What time strictly? If you are called Pat or Betty, we, we don't mean any offence, but you don't sound like attractive women. Whoa. Don't do do These women are from my age bracket, spiritually. Okay, so you're telling me... That they sound old. It's not about being attractive. You're, you're not even sell 40. By, oh, no. There's no one called Betty in their 30s. <laughs> no. That's coming back round though now. Kids are being called right, better. So you're telling me if you were single and someone set you up on a blind date and they were like setting you up with Pat. No, I wouldn't. I couldn't fuck a Pat. Exactly. So no. don't look at me. I could bang a Betty. <laughs> I can't smash a Pat. Why? No, I just. What's, why? Why are they different? What's the? What? Who's the woman from EastEnders? Pat. Pat Butcher. Yeah, that's it. it. She'd break you. Oh. She'd break your spirit. <laughs> she looks like Donald Trump. Is that just? <laughs> Me, that's just that's just popped into my head. I, 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 like, I haven't seen a picture of her for so long that it's almost like Donald Trump just tried to nudge itself into my memory. Like, oh, fucking hell. I'm fucking president of the free world, leader of the free world, you can <laughs> It's weird that we've gone for Pat and Betty because they're both British soap star names, aren't they? Because there was Betty in Coronation Street. Betty's Hot Pot. <laughs> Betty's Hot Pot. Yeah. I'd do anything for one of them, actually. Would you? Yeah. Would you do Betty? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, someone said. <laughs> I would. I'd oh. like What's wrong with that? Oh. Oh. Betty's hot butt. <laughs> yeah, that is Betty's hot butt. Hot rot. Oh. What's wrong with licking a bit of bumhole? Do you never, never do that? I'm not old lady. What's your age limit for the old rim? As long as your... she's clean and tidy, and it would depend on what a living room looks like. I'd judge it off that. <laughs> <laughs> if I turned up at her house and her living room was messy, she doesn't shave her ass, does she? But if like it's tidy, she got a nice tea cozy underneath the the, <laughs> the teapot. <laughs> then I'd be like, do you know what? She probably looks after her bum all. It's like you've. It's like this is like procedures and policy that you've had in place for a long time. <laughs> Dan, I mean, I'm not just ad libbing this. I've alone for a long time. If you go to a grandma's house and the doilies are all over the shop. The fucking bum hair's going to be terrible, isn't it? Yeah, if you can't straighten a doily, you can't trim your arsehole do you, do you not think that that stands to reason, though? Yes. Yeah, so if you're an old woman and you're looking for a bit of young meat, <laughs> if, I'm ever back on the, if I'm ever back on the market and you want me to pop around and you want me to uh, do whatever you, like, you know, you want a bit of the old rowie love, <laughs> I, uh, just make sure, uh, make sure your living room's all right. Right. Good yeah. living room and your bathroom. Your bedroom can be messy. What's your top age limit? I know you. I know you're you know committed man and you're in love and whatnot. Just um, out of interest, what is your top age limit, Adam? Um, you're 28, aren't you? I'm 28. 28 years old. Yeah, I think you you should. Um, I think the formula is you double your own age and add 40, so 96. 
<laughs> oh, that's going to be a tricky walk of shame for them, isn't it? Do you need help down the stairs? Yeah, I do. We should have come to yours, really, shouldn't we, Betty? Yeah. It's bad news for you. Some fucking 118 year old. Okay, now. Oh, what I'll a start. I'd be, be booking National Express tickets all over the shop. <laughs> The furthest, the better. So someone, where did that come from? Someone messaged us and went, oh, yeah, brilliant. Here's my weird place I had a wank story, which we didn't ask for. No. But someone went, oh, I'm going to... Oh, there's got to be loads of them, no. So we, we should s- encourage this, yeah. Can we start a feature? Sure. Because I've asked the African lady from Zimbabwe to do the voiceover <laughs> for it already. I was like, I'm convinced Adam's going to be on board with this. Okay, so so uh, this is African lady from Zimbabwe. <laughs> That's her full name. I ho- Back by popular demand, it's the weirdest places you've cracked one out. <laughs> She's a fucking angel. I want to know her name. She should get fully credited on the pod. Right, um, right we're going <laughs> to... Mate, I cannot believe... I snuck that one in there because I was like, D- Adam's not agreed that it's going to be a, f- a feature. Yeah. You know, and this is ours, Adam. This baby is ours. Yes. Both of ours. You know? It's not mine. It's not yours. It's, it's not ours. even just ours. It's, it's for ours. all our listeners as well. Yeah, but so we, if you're not happy with this new feature... Yeah, but we own it. <laughs> Someone tweeted us, oh, I'll find it next time, but basically that they cracked one out in the Iraqi desert using a, on a massive JCB in the Iraqi desert doing contract work using his own sweat as lube. I mean... Oh! That's not cool. I, I mean... <laughs> in a Muslim country. No, a but, war-ravaged Muslim country. I, like... Is this an Iraqi person or is this a British person who was outsourced to the Iraqi desert? A couple of things to uh, talk about here. One, it's I very unlikely I think this is getting any downloads in Iraq. <laughs> <laughs> I would literally love to YouTube record an Iraqi dude listening to this going, who the, f- who the fuck is Betty? What is Pat? Why do they talk like this? <laughs> What's that accent? Iraqi. <laughs> I think it's quite good. Do you? Yeah. What are you basing it on? Iraqi. Have you ever met anyone from Iraq? Yeah, no. <laughs> it's my Iraqi. That was French. No, it's Iraqi. No. <laughs> Fuck you. You don't know anyone from Iraq. I do. Do you? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Iraqi Jack. <laughs> Phil. Phil from Iraq. <laughs> And now he lives in Dovecot. <laughs> I don't think we're getting many downloads from Iraq, so I would guess that post-war they were doing some building work and they were contracted out there. He's the most... It's Brit, He's British. I'll put every fucking penny I've not got on him being British. Dirty bastard. I don't know where On a JCB Look, you're in, in no a position to call anyone a dirty bastard. You definitely had... More options on this stagecoach from Newcastle to Nottingham than he did in the Iraqi desert. Mate, he's getting his knob out in the Iraqi sun. That's brutal. He's is on he, shift, at least he's has getting he paid for it. it. Mate, I, he got I'm, paid to have a wank in Iraq. There's not another person on the fucking planet <laughs> that can claim that. This guy's a hero. Little la vida loca. That would be on my CV. That's a weird bucket Wha- list, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Once you've smashed Pat, got tickets to Iraq. <laughs> Gonna crack one out in the desert. Yeah, but someone'd have to be paying for it. They'd have to be sponsored flights. <laughs> he was flown out to Iraq. Not to do that though. You're making it out like. No, but he was on shift. 
he was getting paid while that happened. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. It's f- it's phenomenal work. What was his name? We'll find out. We'll give him a proper <laughs> heads up. Next. We'll give him a shout out next time. Yeah, it's a whole new level if you're actually getting paid while you're doing it. Mm-hmm. Touche, sir. Yeah. Touche. You paid for the privilege. <laughs> you paid to have a wank I on paid a bus. To have a wank. <laughs> also, there's no sex offenders register in Iraq. Do you, do you know that for a fact? Well, they probably just shoot you. There's so many countries that are going to hate this podcast. We're already on the on the ways of getting KGB'd from the Russian episode. <laughs> I don't think there is a sex offenders register in Iraq, is there? They're dealing with their own shit. Well, if you are listening in Iraq and you uh, can <laughs> clarify this for us, please send us an email to haveawordpod at gmail.com. I don't think I'd feel confident masturbating outside, if I'm honest. Outside? In the sun, I'd be very worried about getting a burnt willy. Would you? Do you know what I mean? Do you ever have you ever had a sunbed? I've ever been on a sunbed. Yeah, no, never bothered. So I've got a bit of. My mum used to have a sun shower in the house, <laughs> like a stand up one. Yeah, she used to like permanently rent one. She didn't own it, but she paid like from Bright House like <laughs> twenty quid. <laughs> Sorry, can you continue the most working class story I've ever heard in my life? In her bedroom, she had a stand-up sunbed, essentially. I think it's called a sun shower. Well, you, you just go and you didn't lie in it; you'd stand in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it was in her bedroom, and she sort of permanently rented it. Like, did you never, as a child, have a go on that? No. <laughs> if I was a kid, I'd be on there. Like, where have you been? <laughs> <laughs> Lobster red Nowhere Have you been in my room No I think I locked My little brother in there At one point You I didn't turn it on Oh my god <laughs> I just left him in In this thing Crying Have you got siblings I've got a sister Younger or older Younger How Mentally younger? Psychologically Older Yeah She's like my big sister That's four years younger than me Right yeah So the gap between me And my little brother's four years Do you not oh. ever used to Fucking mind them up Oh totally I once babysat our Jack Right I, I, I was like I was too young to be babysitting I was like 13 or 12 or something So he was like 8 or 9 uh, My mum and dad had just gone out for a drink And I had a mate come and stay over And it was just You look after him We'll be back in a few hours um, And I made him watch Scream Against his will You know the movie Scream How? How did you keep him in the room? Because like, there was a scary movie And he didn't want to be on his own Oh right I thought Literally I thought You gaffer taped into a Like a A, <laughs> no. a dining chair or something <laughs> There was no bondage involved Well you just fucking Locked him in a sun shower Yeah In my head you're like Adam doesn't fuck around When he's no, doing horseplay it was just pranks Wasn't it Alright yeah So uh, me, me and my cousin Made him watch uh, Yeah Scream And we, we we liked it I used to like scary films I hate them now They terrify me How old was he He was like 8 or 9 <laughs> And then We waited for him to fall asleep And then put two screen masks on And woke him up <laughs> I didn't get the babies. Didn't I get the- <laughs> yeah, the when a child wheezes and poos at the same time, that is on the babysitter. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, locked up in a sun shower at one point. You never went on it because I go on for my, I've got a bit of bad skin and sometimes it helps to get. But there helps. Yeah, it was bad for your skin. Vitamin D. Don't get me wrong. I'm not like I'm clearly. Not- I give your mum and my vitamin D. Vitamin fucking D. <laughs> I'll give your grandma my vitamin D. But that's right. <laughs> Margaret. Um Yeah, so I got I have to go on, but I have to put I have to wear pops you know, little sports socks. And then when you're in there, you get naked before you go in the sun shower. I do st- stood up ones. Yeah. And I, it's one of the saddest I've I do one of these every like three months just to help my psoriasis, right? <laughs> Sexy. 
and I take the sports sock off one of my feet, get completely naked, and then put the sports sock on my dick on my dick and balls. What? So it doesn't get burnt because I'm a bit worried that my dick's never seen the out the the light. That doesn't make it more susceptible to it. What? Like you're not gonna you're not gonna burn your dick and nowhere else. I'm just worried that my little Willie's gonna get sunburnt. It, it's it's not. <laughs> Do you not think? You're not gonna get you can't get sunburned from a sunbed. Do you not think it'd be a, like an albino in Ibiza or something? <laughs> no. That's how I feel about it. I'm no. Like, it's not fair. You've never seen the light. Every also, other... does this not mean that you've got one foot completely tanned and one's just stuck? <laughs> no, I don't keep the other sports sock on. <laughs> you just stood. Has anyone ever opened it too early? And sure. you're stood there with one sock on and the other one on your dick? No, because that's a faux pas in the uh, sun shower game. <laughs> hey, sorry, lads. I thought the fucking buzzer had gone off. Oh, like, do you not? Do you have any? Do you have sweaty feet at all? Not, not really. No, but I'm fucking married. No one's touching my dick anyway. See, I couldn't can do smell that. Feet. I've had athletes foot in the past. I don't know if athletes dick. <laughs> <laughs> I can't be getting athletes dick. Hey, I remember the Olympics when Linford Christie was in. I'd fucking love athletes dick. <laughs> I don't think getting athletes dick is going to give you an extra three inches. You're just going to have fungus. <laughs> three. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. <sighs> Yeah, I can't do that. I am. Um, I, 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 I had. I get sweaty feet. <laughs> so I'm just I'm laughing at athletes' dick. <laughs> Adam, oh. Well done, sir. Oh, you got me. <laughs> it's just. I think there's a real name for it, you know. You can, you can, you can fungus on your dick. No, no. no. You, you, I swear to God, you you can pass athlete's foot to your genital area. It might be called jock scratch. It's it's something. It's called what? Jock scratch. I, I don't know what it is. But yeah, I couldn't. So I couldn't do what you're doing. All right, I need just need a minute. <laughs> I need a bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, you've never got me like that. You okay now? Oh yeah. We oh. Li- like y- you won't know this. Listen to the podcast, but we literally had to take a break there so that oh. Dan could calm down. <laughs> I feel really. I'm so I'm warm. I feel like I've been on a sunbed with my little pop sock on my knob. I sometimes when I do, when I go in there, some I do it. I'm not a regular. Like I I bought a, um, you know you bought you buy like a a few of them in a, and you get a discount. What do they call it? A pro, not a program, like a a course. A course. You buy a course. A course of some beds. So, yeah. So you'll get like sixty minutes. I literally went in there and she was like, I was like, oh god, I've got my name. She was like, God, she haven't been for ages. <laughs> She's like brown and like. She's probably 23 and looks like yeah. my fucking... I'm convinced that there's, elbow. there's one woman who runs all the sunbed shops in the world. <laughs> she's blonde. She's brown like a handbag. <laughs> she's wrinkled as fuck. And she's definitely scouse. Even in, like, <clears throat> Bognor Regis, there's a blonde scouse woman who, who works... They all look exactly the same. I can sing you some and fucking they're beautiful. Pills here, they're, they're beautiful, beautiful women. Yeah. 
Yeah, tragic. Oh, my eyes it just went pat. popping it on there. I don't like. Oh God! Could you imagine if someone came in early? Like you, you said that, yeah. like it was a like for comedy's sake. But that is one of my fears. What someone's going to come in and see you with your cocksack? What if you had a heart attack in there? There's places you don't want to die. That's it, isn't it? Anywhere with a cock in, on in your a sun shower with a pop sock on your knob. Yeah, I, I mean, I think the location is less important than. The cock on your sock in that situation. No, the location is important. I'll be if, honest I di- with you. if I died in a post office with yeah. a cock on my sock and nothing else, that would be worse than in a sun show, <laughs> wouldn't it? So when you're like, oh, the location's nothing. It is something, <laughs> isn't it? If I die in the queue of a fucking... Yeah, but if you died in your bed, if you died in your sleep and someone found you with a cock on your sock, it's still no... A my... cock on your sock? A sock on your cock? I dream of dying in my bed because Laura would be like, oh, tragic. And then she'd like tidy up the scene. She's a trooper like that. If Laura found you, what if Laura was away or something, and then the police or the or next door find you? Oh, the police! The, oh, the next door's the problem. They come in. You got a, a sock on your cock. You got a <laughs> photo of Tino Esprit on your wall for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> There's questions that need to be answered here, Daniel. Do you ever think about that when you're dead? <sighs> I feel like I'd love to get a tattoo. This is my. I've, I've never got a tattoo, but I'd love to get a tattoo just near my cock. With an arrow pointing to it, going, don't judge, it's cold out. Just so that when I'm in the morgue, <laughs> on the slab, and my dick, and my, my, on a cold day, my dick looks like a little fucking walnut whip. A newt. It's terrible. A shrew. How bad is that going to be when you're dead? It's not getting bigger. You're not getting athlete's cock when, <laughs> when you, you die. Don't. Rigor mortis. <laughs> I just, I, I, I'm really worried about being judged by like attractive morgue staff. Like, ooh, what's happened here? Why are you bothered though? Because you're dead. Yeah, that's true. But like, wh- where, where is the shame coming from? Hey, we had this fucking little pasty white guy in the other day. You should have seen the size of his dick. That, that'd be, be the last laugh you ever get, though. <laughs> that, that's your. As a comedian. Contribution to the world. Your tiny penis. I'm, I've got some good laughs in my time. You've just got one of the best ones in, in the history of my life. <laughs> I don't want to be my last laugh that I ever get as a comedian to be. <laughs> girl in the mobile what the fuck is that you you there's no why way. is it white and everywhere else is brown there's no way because you've got uh I, i've met laura a few times and she's um lovely and she loves you and she's happy and there's no way she'd be happy if you had like the smallest dick in the world so don't worry about it because they've seen smaller defo i haven't seen your dick yet i'm sure we'll get there episode 16 or something yeah um but did you say you've you've never had a tattoo is there a reason did you just not fancy them? Well, because of my bad skin, I can't fuck with that, can I? Like, I, I really wanted to when I was... Because I was the yeah. daft twat that wanted to when yeah. I was 18, 19. Thank God. Because I, I, I remember the designs. I was like, I'm going to have this. And it would have been horrific. But because I was... Even at that age, I was bright enough to know, mate, if my skin gets annoyed for no reason, I have to have sunbeds every two months. Can't then have, like, a, a tattoo, so I've never done it. No judgment if you have. Yeah. I've just never done it for, like, medical reasons. So I, I wanted one when I was younger, and... In, embarrassingly I wanted a liver beard on my arm like as a as a kid I'm talking like 14, 15 that's what you I surprise me <laughs> I would never do that now it's just no. like a wool move that's another Scouse thing to do to have a, a live beard on your arm um, it just is it's a bit fucking scammers day all that um, but I, I told think about mom, 20% of our listenership just went fuck <laughs> <laughs> I told me mum I wanted to do it and these were her exact words I'll never forget these Rest in peace, Anne Rowe. She said, um, don't ever get a tattoo. It, you can't do that to yourself because you're putting yourself in a really 
difficult situation. And I said, what do you mean? And she said, if you ever murder anyone, you'll be much easier to identify. Not like if you're ever in any sort of trouble with the police, you jump straight to murder. If you ever murder anyone, and someone's like, I seen him, he had a fucking live bird on his face. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be the guy with a live bird on his face, because it's easier we to had, identify you. We had different upbringings. <laughs> Yeah, mum wouldn't let me get a tattoo in case I ever killed anyone. I, she obviously in the back of her head, she's raising me, going, "Not out the question. He's going to murder someone one day." And Two you know- rules in this house, Adam. <laughs> Look at me. One, do not get a fucking tattoo first thing you don't do, mate. Because if you murk some fucker, and two, get your brother out of my sun shower, <laughs> little bastard. <laughs> oh. oh my days, Adam. Yeah. So, uh, I need some sun actually. It's making me feel like I need some sun for my dick. Maybe you going on any holidays this year? Oh, thanks, hairdresser Adam. You going away? <laughs> going, you going? Going to Mallorca, but are we? Because of the fucking coronavirus. Oh shit! Because yeah. everyone's. I've got bit- flights to Japan booked oh. already. End of April to go and see Carl, my mate, who we've spoke about before, lives out there. Um, he's- if he listens to the podcast. <laughs> I'd be like, right, Carl, but he's actually told you he's not got round to it yet. <laughs> he's so, got a backlog, yeah. I fucking love that, man. He, he's he's a ledge, uh, being my best mate in school. But He's uh, gone out to Japan working. Tefl, teaching English as a foreign language. Yeah, my mate did so it. He's living in Nagoya. Um, my mate did it for six years in Shanghai and uh, earned so much money. He's in his second year of not working. That's he's just come home and he's balling. That's boss. Does he want a job as a podcast producer? <laughs> We could borrow does. him a few hours a week and just play him a few clips. Need the money? <laughs> we talk about banging old people and Linford Christie's dick. <laughs> What's that? You're going back to Shanghai? <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm meant to go out there. But Japan have like cancelled their football season and everything. Like for the next two months, there's no footy in Japan. The Olympics is meant to be in Japan this year. It's in jeopardy because of this coronavirus. Do you know the sales of Corona have gone down? They've lost 130 million pounds so far. Isn't it? That's like, God, I don't eat polos, I'm not getting polio, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not getting... That's the- just Americans, though. The fucking, the, they're just being fucking idiots. Hang on. We I'm know a little we've got worried a, about this, We've you know. got at least one listener in Missouri. Yeah, but so, he's, he's a scouser. Yeah, but let's not offend, because he's going to tell his friends about this. He's going to spread the have a word. Not all Americans are stupid. It's just, yeah, you know, it's an, e- it's an easy stereotype because there's so many of you who really do support... Thank you so much. Um, uh, I'm not having corona. That's disgusting. There's a virus going around. Why why would I drink the thing in the name of the virus? Can I tell you, uh, we got a little, uh, talking about mates, we got a little uh, email from my best friend, best man at my wedding, Matthew Reese. He said, mate, can I just quickly put forward a nomination for Have a Word? My beautiful wife, normally rational wife, who won't let me get a Chinese takeaway because of coronavirus, right? She said, what oh, if she's so- a fucking idiot. What if someone who works there has been to China? <laughs> I said I was going to nominate her for Have a Word because she was being a fucking nana. And she says she doesn't understand why I don't think it makes sense. It, you, you can't live your life like that. I had a Chinese last night. There's, I, we should, I want to give them a shout. I was actually... There's a, a Did v- you kiss the delivery driver, I though? I, I went and picked it up, mate. <gasps> And there's no Chinese people at work there. They're all white scouse straight men. <laughs> <laughs> but they do the voice. Hello. <laughs> 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 
They're not, they're not from Newcastle, Dan. Why are you doing your Geordie accent? <laughs> Can you imagine if that's what they did? <laughs> All right, lads, listen, we need authenticity here, kid. It's called Wu-Tan Scran. Oh, mate, where's the applause? Right. That's nearly as good as... That's actually better than Abracababra. <laughs> <laughs> and it's an entirely vegan chippy. I know that sounds a bit shit. I'm gonna rescind my applause. I'm a, I'm a proper meat lover, and I would honestly pick this chippy over any other chippy in Liverpool. The lads who run it are so fucking sound. And I, it, it was me, Mrs. Birthday yesterday. She had all her family come to our house. It was like 15 of us. Happy birthday, Jay. Um, it was a week ago now. By the time this goes out, fuck Jade's birthday. It's closer to mine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I turned up with this massive order, um, and he listens to the podcast. The, the lad who runs the chippy he's, he's been seeing me in like, uh, hot water before uh, give us a little bit of discount on the order and that and I just said uh, I'll, I'll do whatever I can to promote the place because the food is unreal like since Jade went vegan I've tried so many like meat replacement stuff and all, always been like that's just it's just so different it's not even close to it the salt and pepper chicken fried rice from this place is the nicest I've ever had and the chicken just tastes like I'm suspicious that they're just lying to everyone <laughs> Getting on the vegan hype train going This vegan stuff's going well isn't it <laughs> Just say it's fucking vegan <laughs> It tastes It's chicken It's chicken It's got it's, the texture of chicken tofu chicken's just like chicken <laughs> The chicken here <laughs> Shut up Jeff Wu-Tang Scram Wu-Tang Wu-Tang Scram W-O-O-T-A-N S-C-R-A-N And it's at Wu-Tang Scram on Instagram That's so cool It's on Lark Lane in Liverpool If you're listening Do us a favour Go and check it out Lark Lane in the Bohemian Quarter. Is it? Next to the park. Yeah. It's fucking really nice around there, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. a nice little area. It's like the it's like a gig around there back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've done a gig on Lark Lane. They were like, oh, it's the Bohemian Quarter, and I mispronounced it about four times on stage. I kept calling it the Bavarian Quarter. <laughs> you know, it's nice to be in the Bolivian you. Quarter. <laughs> fucking mora. Although, to be fair, some bits of Liverpool could probably be the Bolivian Quarter. Yeah, they lads. <laughs> but yeah if you are listening to this and you're in Liverpool and especially if you're on like a plant based diet if you're trying to be vegan or veggie or whatever or trying to do it a few days a week uh, and even if you're not like I'm not I don't give a fuck I, I'll, I, I eat every now and then meat free just to help me miss out but go and check this place out it's some of the best like Chinese takeaway food I've ever had coronavirus honestly is it on your radar or is it just me being a, a bit of a fanny because I don't get wound up by stuff we've just bought a house I'm a dad I'm, that's fairly new and, and it's not really health that's worrying me because the only old relative I've got is 94, 95 and he's you know, leaving us money in his will and <laughs> his few pop uh, he's still alive <laughs> pointing towards Preston <laughs> not heaven uh, he's in the north Um <laughs> But I'm just a bit like I'm looking at the gigs in the diary, and if yeah. the next step of this be everyone being a funny yeah. is like, oh my god, we've got it. Because is it any worse than the flu? I don't know. Is it horrific? The the actual statistics don't look that bad. But if it gets a little bit hysterical, the first thing to go is public meetings, isn't it? And yeah. going, you can't all congregate. Well, so, comedians are boned. I I have looked into this a bit. So the the problem with it is, first of all, we will be fucked. Like, we will need to dip into our savings because comedy clubs will shut. The first thing to go will be, um, like, live entertainment. 
Yeah. The, the Edinburgh Fringe will be cancelled. The Olympics will be cancelled. Big sport events will be cancelled. Comedy, definitely. They'll, they'll at least go behind closed doors, but you can't do comedy behind closed doors because that's just a mental lunatic in a room shouting at bar staff. Yeah. <laughs> you book me. I want a cancellation fee. No oh, bar staff, just, just comedians. I would just like to say, um, if anyone has bought tickets to my tour, if the venues do get shut as a result of the coronavirus, of course, go fuck yourselves. I'm keeping your money. <laughs> <laughs> No refunds. Um, no, you just do it. You'll. Ju- I will do it. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going. Glass perspex. <laughs> um, so the, a lot of live entertainment will go. So we will We will be fucked. Luckily, we've now got a successful podcast. So as long as I don't get it and you don't get it, I'll still come here every week and our listeners will still get there. I am not joking. If we go on coronavirus shutdown and the whole thing gets quarantined, we'll get a... Ri- we'll get... Even if you can't come to me, we'll get Skype... We'll yeah. get you set up, we'll get us set up, and we'll do a fucking podcast every day. Every day? I'm not even joking. You'll go mental not being able to do what you do. Yeah. This is the one thing, thinking about it, that you never need to leave the house for. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I tell you what, I've we got will, a bit of money saving. We, we will 100% <laughs> guarantee that. If if the country gets quarantined and people aren't allowed to go out to live entertainment and wear goose, this podcast is going to be This is going to be daily. We will do a daily Have a Word podcast. We're going to need a lot of submissions from you lot, so make sure you're getting them in. But yeah, we'll do a daily Have a Word. Fuck it, we're in on that now. No, do not one. edit that out. We're committed to this shit. Absolutely. 100%. If it gets anywhere near quarantine, we'll go daily. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh. But, so, you mentioned the statistics there, so I have looked into this a bit. So, the death rate, especially for, like, young people, like, in our age bracket, it's 0.2%. So, it, it, it's... Low, a, low, low. It's lower than the flu by a mile. Is it lower than athlete's dick? <laughs> a little bit. Okay, good. <laughs> but the problem is, for over 80s, it's about 15%. So that's why the, the the numbers that's been quoted a lot is two percent, and it's because the the older ages is dragging that percentage up from our age groups, yeah. right? Yeah. The death rate, and although a lot of old people would die from this, like more than die from the flu, like they absolutely would. But and I'm sorry to be so flippant with this, and like let's not worry about old people dying. But forget that for a second. The death rate's not really the problem. The problem is even if me or you gets the coronavirus probably not going to die but we probably will need to be in the hospital for a week right so there's going to be a lot of people in the hospital and the 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 facilities the nhs especially with the fucking tory cuts and shit we haven't got the infrastructure to deal with as many cases as there's going to be so the death rate will go up a little bit because we're not going to be able to cope with it that's the problem it's not the actual death rates itself it's the the fact that we haven't got the resources to deal with Literally half of the country getting sick at once. That's the problem. So it's it, it, when it's bad, it's bad enough that a fully grown adult could be hospitalised. Yes. So it's so worse than any flu by a mile, isn't it? Twenty percent of people who get it, even uh, of any age group, get hospitalised. Twenty percent. What about younguns? Not to Re- really young people. No one's died yet. Children have not died from it. Right. They, there's a zero percent. Fatality raising children so far. Right. And it's because when you're developing as a child, your immune system is more reactive and it's like, right, we'll take a bit of that. We know how right. to deal with it. So th- you're better as a kid. So Essa's going to be sound, but you might be going the fucking royal for a bit, lad. Yeah. Uh, like one in five adults who get it will go to the hospital and you'll be fine. You'll it, It's respiratory problems. It's breathing problems. That's where a lot of it is an issue. So you'll need a bit of help breathing and stuff. Not like 
unconscious on an oxygen mask, but you'll need a little bit of oxygen every now and then, probably. And then, what's what- the likelihood, of- <laughs> Doctor Rowe? What's the likelihood of this uh, epidemic like spreading? It's going to spread. Like, more and more people are going to get it. So, a uh, problem at the minute is, like, people saying, oh, there's only 23 cases in the UK. That's not true. The The truth is there's 23 confirmed cases in the UK. So, the truth <clears> is there's at least 23 cases in the UK. And there might be thousands of people who just haven't been checked. Because, first of all, there's a lot of people who show don't show symptoms for about nine days. There's some people who don't show symptoms at all. And because of it's a low fatality rate, if you're really, really fit and healthy... You can self-quarantine and it'll just be fine. It'll just be like having a cold. So, but those people are still going to spread it. Just because you're fit and healthy and your body can go, we can deal with this. Yeah. If you meet someone sick and you pass it on to them, then then they're going to be fucked. Do you know, if it starts, if the hysteria grows, and I'm just speaking, I'm not. we're not trying to make light of this because... Obviously, we have, and we're, make, yeah. we're making jokes now. But we know, I know, it can be. This could be quite serious. Yeah. Not even for people's health, for people's income, because it, it oh. if it starts tightening up, yeah, and companies are losing money. I'm just gonna- fucking delighted. I did that nationwide advert last year, and it's given me a cushion. <laughs> if yeah. I was living just off comedy club money, I'd be fucked. Like the only reason I've got any savings is because I got a bit of money for doing a TV advert. Yeah, yeah. So I just. But that, that's the problem The the two problems are uh, The NHS not being able to cope with it And the hysteria that Newspapers and stuff are, it, newspapers, Twitter, news, the cl- news cycle Clickbait and selling newspapers is all. If they were just going This isn't that bad, we should be alright Then you're not even clicking that article no. You're not buying that newspaper Panic the buying Mail And the other one that we shall not name I will never say their name on our thing Um like their th- their whole mo is panic now. This is going to be awful. Oh, yeah. Everyone's going to get really sick and die. W- we should be able to be all right. It might it might get bad. It shouldn't get as bad as the worst projections based on what I've looked into anyway. But the problem is going to be for people like me and you and comedians in general and musicians and everyone who's self employed and relies on people going out to stuff to make their living. Yeah, is not necessarily that everyone's getting sick. It's that everyone's worried they're going to get sick. Yeah. So people going, I'm not going to a comedy club and being with 200 strangers in a no. room. That's that, that's where me and you might. There's going to be a very specific recession, isn't there? Like some industries will be okay, but other sectors are going to tighten up. The weird yeah. thing is, you'll find out which comedians are fucking mavericks and are really skint because because a lot of comics. Someone told me that uh, one of the acts that we know quite well, who's like a circuit headliner, has already said to comedy clubs after March, if this gets any worse, you can expect me to pull all my dates. Yeah, which makes sense yeah. there will be loads of comics going right oh it is bad and i don't want to die of coronavirus but i've never headlined in leeds <laughs> take it when you can fucking get it smaller audiences of like 40 fucking perfectly well psychos going i don't give a shit let's have some comedy it's <laughs> a coronavirus comedian yeah um yeah i i i i'm optimistic with stuff like this and you know there's been so many doomsday flus in the past like 15 years like swine flu and bird flu and ebola it was all like this, the news was the same before then wasn't it it was this is going to be really bad millions of people going to die and then it just disappears didn't have twitter though twitter's make twitter facebook people <laughs> twitter people, makes everything worse yeah apart from my ticket sales which is why i keep the accounts <laughs> <laughs> and, and a side note thanks for coming to the live show um, well yeah let's I t- let's make this promise and I, I, re- I, if it gets silly 
and everyone starts self-quarantining and, and there's no gigs. Have a word daily. And people can't leave the house and it gets to that point, we are going to start smashing these out. Have a word every day. Fucking hell, mate. Yeah. That'd be sick, that as well. Have a word. Do you know what's weird? Do you know Pandemic what's special. Do you, do you know, I enjoy doing this podcast so much that part of me now is like, I hope, I hope this happens. <laughs> And I know for a fact Because we've got some loyal listeners now People love this fucking thing that we're making There's now people who are going to be like Right, I want to meet someone who's been to Wuhan And I'm going to go and cough in everyone's fucking face I want Adam and Dan every fucking day Um, Oh, I'm I'm up for it I'd like a break from stand-up as well It'd be nice (laughs) I don't want to die I don't want my granddad to die (laughs) But but at the same time It'd be nice to have two months off, wouldn't it? Just doing podcasts (laughs) Our listeners are up I mean, listen Look at the stats on the listeners They're fucking huge And they'd be bigger if like Four four million people hadn't died (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's another thing If you are old And and you're listening to this And you do get the coronavirus uh, Please subscribe before you die And tell your relatives (laughs) to not turn that off Because that'll really help our download numbers I think you're more at risk of getting fucked to death by Adam To be honest (laughs) Come on, come on, Betty. Disgusting. Disgusting! (laughs) Now then, everyone, hope you're enjoying this episode. Want to give a quick shout-out to my mate Felix Light, who's got a podcast. He's going to give us a shout-out on his podcast. He's a mate of mine. We've become mates partly because the life of a working DJ is so similar to the life of a circuit comedian. Basically just travelling salesmen trying not to get a fucking proper job. So if you've ever wondered what DJs do when they're not playing or making your favourite tracks, if you want to know how they ended up playing at your favourite clubs and festivals, check out the Felix Lighter In The House podcast on iTunes, Spotify or Mixcloud. Felix chats to people like James Hype, Cafe Mambo resident Ryan McDermott, Cream legend Fat Phil Cooper, Hannah Lang, Alex Ross... Tim from the Utah Saints and many more about all things dance music. Give it a listen. Give it some love. All right, back to the episode. Nice one. We've had some good news this week for the Have A Word pod. First of all, thank you very much to everyone who's listening to these weekly because you guys are fucking legends. And... Even if you've tweeted already and said loving the pod, if you could just keep doing that every week, because every time we do that, we retweet it, we get a couple more listeners, maybe one of your mates will go, oh, he keeps talking about that, I need to listen to it. We can't tell you how much that helps. We just want it to snowball and people keep listening to it. Social media and word of mouth, and we were talking about what we expected from this. We're like at three times the downloads that we expected. Yeah, I wanted between 500 and 1,000 per episode by the end of March. We're at the start of March and we're doing about 3,000 an episode. Just shy of three an episode, which is... Um, but by the time this goes out... Yeah, it, it's it's phenomenal. And, and the more people listen, the more chance we get to develop it and then maybe do more... The more people are listening, the more chance we've got to get an occasional sponsor here and there and then we can start upping the content yeah. and try and do two episodes a week. Because that's what people what are asking like. us for. We're getting loads of messages saying you're not making enough. We need we need an extra episode a week or more, more, more. The only way we're going to be able to do that is when this podcast starts making a bit of money, basically, because at the minute, Dan's invested thousands in the equipment. I'm spending money every week coming over from Liverpool to, to record it. Uh, and once we, we can monetize it a little bit, um, through sponsorship or whatever we decide to do that way 
um, then we can start making more and more content for you and we, we absolutely will do that the way to get that happening tell your mates keep tweeting about it keep tagging us keep sending stuff in uh, and if you haven't already subscribe because if you subscribe it downloads to your phone automatically the files are so small it won't really affect your memory and leave us a five star review on iTunes and we really appreciate that um, appreciate you also, we had some boss news this week, and we want the Have A Weird Army to help us out with this. So both me and Dan Nightingale have both been nominated in the prestigious Chortle Awards. <laughs> so that's for, this is for Adam. This is for Adam, because he got Best Circuit Act. So we'll do that again. That's fucking impressive, man. That's big stuff. Thank you, man. So, this I've is- been nominated for Best Club Comic in the Chortle Awards, and Mr. Dan Nightingale, you've been nominated for Best Compare. Disgusting! <laughs> oh, fuck off. You don't want it, do you? So, please do not vote for me. <laughs> vote for Adam. <laughs> Because he is one of the best acts. He's one of the absolute best acts on the circuit. Vote for him. He's our Adam Rowe. Let's make him the Chortle Best Circuit Act 2020. For the love of Christ, don't vote for me for Best Compare because I don't really compare anymore. And if I win this fucking award, it's going to mean <laughs> two years of dickhead promoters going, hey, Dan, we just want you to uh, compare. And you don't want to do that, do you? I just want to do sets, man. I compare like two or three gigs that are like my gigs, midweek, my favourites, my locals. Weekends, you want to be doing sets, banging your set out. I just want one day, I just want to be like you, Adam, you know? So if you want to help us out as a Have A Weird patron, (laughs) we'll put the link on uh, the Twitter, which is at Have A Weird Pod. If you can't be bothered going to Twitter, just go to chortle.co.uk. That is C-H-O-R-T-L-E.co.uk and find the page for the the Chortle Awards now. There's a bit of a sort of survey. It takes about two to three minutes to fill the whole thing out. Uh, you want to vote for Adam Rowe in Best Club Comic. Who are we saying for Best Compare? Mick Ferry. He's, 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 he's been amazing. Phenomenal. So Danny, we, Mac, Danny Mac's not been nominated. He, yeah. I, I, and we, he is one of the absolute Best Compare. Bit of a travesty, that, to be honest. I think Dan Danny should definitely be nominated for that. And Paul Smith as well. What he's done with Compare and, and gone from a Compare to an arena act as a compare. I think he should have been nominated as well. But we don't pick the nominations. So out of the nominations that are there, we'd say go and vote for Mick Ferry. Do not vote for Dan Nightingale. We don't want Dan to win this award. Vote for (laughs) Kiri. Vote for Mick. Kiri's amazing as well. Anyone but me, man. And Um, don't think, oh, this will be funny. We'll vote for Dan. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, no. no, Do you know what? Yeah, do that. Oh, no. Oh, fucking hell. But if you could vote for me, it, it'd mean a lot if I could win this. I don't normally get nominated for shit like this. So it, I, I, Seriously, I, man, that's amazing going. Thanks, man. Um, and, and, I, and I supported Adam on tour uh, on Sunday in Chester, and it's deserved. I know that was not circuit, but what you're doing is fucking impressive, man. Well, thanks, man. And anyone who's at Chester, thanks for coming. I know there's a few listeners of the pod who came down and were dead, dead happy that Dan popped on and did a guest set for us. Uh, and I suppose we can reveal now on this. I've got a couple more tour dates coming up in... March and April if you're coming to either Manchester or Blackpool Dan's going to be there as well Manchester's already sold out so you can't come to that I'm afraid uh, Blackpool's still got some tickets left if you live near either of them and you want to see Dan do a set as well as see my full tour show come to one of those but if you could go to our Twitter or straight to the Chortle website vote for me for best club comic it would mean a lot vote for Mick Ferry and not Dan Nightingale for best compare 
but you do have to fill out a bit of a survey which takes a couple of minutes until you get to the last page because you have to click next a couple of times until you get to the last page and click submit you haven't voted uh but we've got about three thousand listeners on this if we get three thousand votes that will probably be enough for this um so go and do it we'd really appreciate that uh, while we're talking about stand-up can i ask a question yes. that we got in which we haven't had any questions apart from the stuff we've asked for. Like we've already had some hangovers from health sent in from yeah. last week. We've got would you rather's coming in. Um, some of them are foul, you animals. And can we just uh, and the have a words are obviously yeah massive. Can we just have one quick word with our listeners? Um, about thirty-seven people have asked us if we were two inches inside our mum and our dad was two inches inside of us. Would we rather go forward or back? You're disgusting. <laughs> and we're, disgusting. We're not answering that one. Be original. Get us an original. Would you rather in? If we get like four or five submissions of the same, would you rather? We know it's not yours. We're not doing it. Yeah, we're not all, doing that one. And also, <laughs> I can see what's happened there because we've talked about everything, and we yeah. literally it's no holds barred. That's that's our sense of humour. But if you start at disgusting. There's literally nowhere to go. You're yeah. like, I can see why people are listening to this going, these fuckers will talk about anything. <laughs> Let's go full throttle. And you're like, it's funnier when you start talking about like athletes foot and then start talking about athletes dick. It's, you can't just be like, what about shaking your dad? You're like, I don't want to talk I'll tell you what, I'll make a it. promise right now. I'll make a promise, right. So the, the one we've been sent several times, just to be clear, is, right, you're, you're in oh, a horrible situation. I don't want to do it, man. It's not, we're not, not going to do it. I know, but I promise. it's fucking horrible. It is horrible. So you, your penis is two inches inside your mum. In your bottom, bottom buttocks, your, is your dad's penis two inches inside of you. Would you rather push forward so your dad falls out, or would you rather reverse so that you come out your mum? We're not going to do it, but... When we do our first ever live show, that is when we'll answer that one. So next year, when we do our live shows, we will answer that one for you. But please stop sending us if now. <laughs> My answer is I'd get a flight to Wuhan. <laughs> start and, and start licking nurses. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we got a question from Dan Johnson. Thank you, Dan. This is, he was like, oh, I've just, he was like, I love the podcast and look forward to every episode. On brand, appreciate you. Cheers, mate. I don't necessarily have a have a word but was having a chat at work about comedians and the question came up about whether or not comedians can ever turn it off what i mean by this is if you get a heckler in a club you're being paid to put them in their place but if you meet someone in the street who tries to be funny and actually is just being a bit of a twat do you feel the need to school them or do you just walk away and ignore it or has anything similar ever happened so basically off stage, someone's acting up, giving you shit. Do you feel like you need to be slamming them like you're like it's Saturday night at a club? Uh, it depends on what moves I'm in. Really, I think we, we we're very similar sort of people in this regard. In that we you know we get hecklers because we compare as well, and um, we, we often close gigs and you get more hecklers when you're headlining the night, don't you? Because you're on later on, um, and we're sort of quite personable people in general. And we're not a million miles away from our actual selves on stage. But there's a lot of comics who are quite shy and nervous off stage. Yeah. And as soon as you take a microphone out of their hand, they've got absolutely no authority over Roger fucking anyone. Yeah. Um Yeah, I'm not really slamming people slamming hecklers in the street or anything, but Do you know I think what sometimes like the idea is like when they, when people see you on stage or listen to the podcast they're like these guys are on it they're always on it they're always on it there is a gear that you have for the stage there is a gear for, that you have for the podcast it's not normal gear <laughs> it's not no. like this is not how I'm not sat on my couch 
with my daughter playing and my wife comes in and she says, bloody hell, you've not, you know, washed the pots. And I'm like, I don't come to where you work and slap the <laughs> dick out of you. Like, it, it, like, if someone's giving me shit, I think actually, this is the weird one that probably people don't, don't expect. Once you're a comic and you're getting a lot of gigs and a lot of recognition and work and everything, the more you get, the more it actually chills you out off stage because it makes you go, I have, a, I have an outlet for this. I'm funny. I need to show off, which is all of us, isn't it? Where you have an outlet. Once that outlet is satisfied regularly, in normal situations, I think we can become quite passive. Like it's it's almost like we get this not force field, but like you, we don't need to be recognised as funny in a group of people. Yeah, and sometimes yeah. that can tip over to like, oh, he's a comedian. He's trying to be funny. Yeah. So I think we even we get, we go quieter sometimes. A little bit, yeah. Like. I get my haircut in West Arby at a barber's called Crew. Uh, if you if you're looking for a place to get your haircut, I, I can't recommend the lads in there enough because the dead sound and they're all fucking hilarious. Like the barbers that I go to, they're funny as fuck. Me and Paul Smith gets his haircut there as well. So so we're in there quite a lot. I've been in there this <laughs> similar time, and I think other customers who sort of recognise us from the hot water videos and that are always a bit like they're a bit quiet when they're off stage it's totally normal especially when you're in a room full of ruthless barbers who are funny as fuck anyway we'll join in in a conversation and have a laugh but you're absolutely right the worst thing you can be is a triad isn't it so if you if someone sees it, oh he's a comedian he's trying to make everyone laugh all the time that's the worst thing you can be you We've got almost off stage. We've got to take our opportunities carefully. If we can say the funniest thing that anyone's said in the last five minutes, then we'll say it. But we're not just going to come in at your mediocre banter level. No. And if they, and as soon as the, some someone starts doing like, say one of those hairdressers is ripping you, yeah. if you start making it a competition, it it can it can almost look. I don't know, like a little bit childish or like you're getting yeah. defensive. Yeah, it's yeah, much yeah. better as a comedian to be like, oh, hey, mate, yeah, I'm getting ripped. Absolutely yeah. fine. Yeah. What, what, I, what I do clap back on is uh, the odd like comment or DM, I guess. So the, the internet's generally horrible for a lot of things. Obviously, we get a lot of positivity and that's great and it, I, I still use it for that. But occasionally I'll put like a video out on Facebook or Twitter and someone will message me or like I'll get like a comment on this isn't funny and it's like I had 2 million views and there's 100,000 people going this is the best thing I've ever seen um, but I still feel a need sometimes to be like well I know how to make this funny so I'll like maybe go to their profile picture where they look ridiculous and I'll photoshop it or something um, like there was one guy who messaged me uh, a while back just out of the blue for no fucking reason and trolls have been a hot topic lately when like Caroline Flack died and everyone was like you know we need to stop trolling people in the public eye because it can be audible and it can be and it can get you down sometimes but generally I just tend to just try and be yeah end them so someone messaged me to a Twitter DM not a reply to a video just out the fucking blue and said hey mate you're about as funny as a death in the family right so I laughed my head off at that Morning Just imagine It wasn't the morning as well though And I was like <laughs> Just as he's finishing his coffee I am gonna be a cunt to Adam Rowe today <laughs> Yeah just like where, Where's this come from So I replied and said Well do you know what mate That's fair enough You're more than entitled to your opinion And um, I'm very aware that comedy is subjective What some people find funny Other people won't find funny For example I'd find a death in your family Fucking hilarious <laughs> <laughs> Um and what did he say? He didn't reply. Oh well, good. He blocked me. That's good. Blocked me and deleted me. He was I like, "Hang on, I didn't know people could reply to me being a cunt." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So 
um, if I get something like that, particularly a DM. Like, I understand the comments on a video where you're not 100% sure someone's going to say it. Like, this isn't good. All right, you don't find it funny? I'm not for everyone. If I was for everyone, I'd be the most boring comedian in the world. Also, whenever we put stuff out online, you'd have to be a fucking really frail, like, weak foundation comments. But I've put a thing on YouTube and someone was nasty in the comments. <laughs> you put shit up. <laughs> but to actually go separately yeah. and go, this is into your direct messages... Yeah. You'd be as funny as a death in the family. Well, if your nan died, I'd be fucking laughing made off, mate. You rat. Um, yeah. So in real life, nice and chill. Get your hair cut. Yeah. Take a few slams. It's all fun. Yeah. Put it in my direct... If you slide into my DMs, I'll break yeah. your fingers. Yeah. Well, I won't break your fingers. I'll, bre I'll break your spirit. <laughs> <laughs> you won't be DM DMing anyone else abuse anytime soon. I I'm You'll so get the clap back, man! <laughs> the fucking clap back! God, Sit I'd... down, you dirty boy! Who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> <laughs> Don't chat to me! <laughs> Have you never seen me before? I gig with Kane at the weekend. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, we got to plug that. Talking about hecklers. Uh, if you want to see the greatest heckle put down of all time. I'm going to put it on the episode. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to convert it You're off YouTube. Rip the audio. I'll rip the audio. He's a comic. He'll be fine. You reckon? Yeah. Or should we direct people to the YouTube clip? I think you've got to see how angry he is, to be honest with you. Yeah. You can rip a bit out of it and put it in. But if you want to see the full version of this, just go to YouTube and it's Kane Brown deals with Heckler. It'll be the top result. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. it must be. Kane Brown, Heckler, it will come up. So he, he's, at, he's at a black comedy night in I've watched London. it 420 times. Oh, easy. And I was at, on, on Saturday this week, I, I hosted the shows at Hot Water, Kane was on, and I told him, I was like, lad, I fucking love that video. And he was like, I'm gutted, because back, back when it happened, it was about 10 years ago, she was like, I didn't capitalise on it. I didn't like, it went properly viral, but I didn't really make yeah. anything with it. Um, but he walks on stage and before he's even said a word there's just some woman in the audience who goes shut up and oh I, I don't want to even ruin it I don't because I, I know it word for word I know it word for word and I could do it right now but it will not do it justice go and watch this video it's the best heckle put down video I've ever seen in my life and, it, and you can tell as a comic that he controls himself but initially he is annoyed yeah he is annoyed by the time it's later on and he's doing do you tell me to shut up have you, you never, never seen, seen me before? before? By the time he gets to... What have you got? A fucking face piercing. You look like a colander. <laughs> you got fumes coming off your pom pom. Look like a petrol station. Mate, I, That's the best line of all time. <laughs> uh, go and watch it, and I'm going to clip something off for the board. I really think we need a new... We need a new drop. <laughs> we need a new drop. <laughs> Nasty bitch. Upset me. <laughs> yes, that's the one. <laughs> Oh yeah, uh, go and check it out and go Kane and follow Brown. Kane because he's one. If you can go and see Kane Brown live, it he, he's worth it just for how handsome he is. No, he's one of the best looking men I've ever seen in my life. Mm, go see bitch. Kane Brown. Did you tell me to shop? Did it? Have you never seen me before? So how you sitting there saying shut up and you got your pussy lip hanging out flapping? Don't chat to me. I can see fumes coming off your pump pump look like petrol station. Shut up. Now it's time for Would You Rather with your favorite morons, Adam and Dan. Shall we do, do, do some Would You Rather's? Yeah, we got some Would You Rather's. Oh, can I do my bed? Here on the Have a Word podcast, me and Adam love to point pose. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> would you rather's 
We got called libtards on Twitter for we this. Did, did you see that? Libtards. I don't know what that is, but I enjoyed it. Libtards is uh, what right wing people call left wing people as an insult. You're a libtard. Libtard. Yes. Have they not heard my Iraqi accent? <laughs> I can lean right. Yeah. Uh, so we do Would You Rathers. Please do send them in. We've got a couple to do now. I like we, doing it too. You say Adam. we've got a couple. We've got about 300 in our email box of these, and we're going to start going through them week by week, but please keep them coming in because some of these are fucking excellent. I mean, I've got three that I've picked out. Some okay. of them are like, if your dad was like bumming your ear, <laughs> would you rather shut up, you fucking libtard? <laughs> Thank you. Come back. I mean, that was not the way to use that as no. well. Uh, got- I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we've got one from uh, who's she's becoming a bit of a podcast legend. Becky Heron sent us a "Would you rather?" We got one from Becky. Yeah, Becky, and it's not gross or min- this is the kind of like this starting point, like a solid starting point. We'll see where we go. Would you, Adam? Yeah. Would you rather your clothes were always two sizes too big? Yeah. Or always one size too small? <laughs> Love the noises you make when you have a proper thing. Ooh. I think most of my clothes are one size too small or two sizes <laughs> too big anyway. Like, this is a baggy hoodie, but the t-shirt underneath is like... <laughs> Tammy girl starter, bro. It's like I'm in a, like a, a gay club in Berlin. <laughs> it's like... Oh, Adam, I love your dress sense. <laughs> Did you rub a child? I love your crop top. No, this is not crop top. This is normal t-shirt. It's just too small. <laughs> it's actually the long style, but it's ridden up. And if you're wondering why my accent changes when I go to Berlin, it's because I like to assimilate with the locals. It's because of all the dicks in here. Never mind. <laughs> oh, Adam. What, Adam? I have seen you on Twitter. <laughs> oh, you're about as funny as a dick in the arse. And I mean, very funny. <laughs> Lip-tard. Do you think gay people find a dick in the ass funny? Is that, <laughs> <laughs> is that no. what you just said out loud? That's business time. You think gay people are like getting bummed like ha 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 funny situation? I don't know. It'd be weird. Have you ever? I don't know. I don't... Well, you and your missus have fucking banter sex anyway, don't you? As we found out last week or the week. She's before. laughed me out of her vagina. Laughed you out of her vagina. I've made her laugh so much as I was trying to, you know, move in. She laughed and I got popped out again. Fucking hell! She's got a strong vagina. <laughs> I must have in Berlin. Big laugh. <laughs> Labtard. <laughs> Leave my vagina, Daniel! <laughs> you shall not pass! That's why I call her Gandalf. That and the beard. <laughs> <laughs> She's taking a fucking slapping on this podcast, your missus. <sighs> oh, God. Oh, I love her. I, I honestly think all of my clothes are one size too small so this is just basically do you want to look like you're into hip hop or wear your clothes I have a nightmare with clothes you know because I'm so oh do I, you Adam I'm, come I'm, on safe place I'm, go I'm, on. I'm fat and small I'm 5 foot 9 tenny and I'm 16 stone which is medically <laughs> bang out of order um, <laughs> like there's the no shop for trolls and the dwarves <laughs> you, like literally I think what I've got on here I seen so, someone on Twitter tweeted the other day and was like um, if you want to know what it's like for be a woman uh, with clothes size I'm currently wearing an 8 a 10 a 12 and a 14 different stuff and I was like this is an agenda thing like this hoodie I've got on I'm pretty sure is XL right I think me t-shirt is 
a double XL or a large. Me undies are a medium, and me jeans are a thirty-four inch waist because that's how I've got like a thin waist and a massive top. I'm so top heavy because <laughs> me legs get a lot of exercise carrying the fucking rest yeah. of me round. Where's uh, your centre of gravity? It must be weirdly high up. I think it's in me neck. <laughs> It's windy. Adam's not going out. Is Adam Rowe falling over again? Um, so I I feel for you on this one, mate. I am not tall, and I've got quite. But I'm not one of these legs. fatties either. Who's like whinging as if it's the shop's fault? You know, like where people are like, you know what? It's really horrible to be a fat person because you've got to go for different shops and you don't know what size you need. Yeah, we'll try three on, and whatever one fits, buy that. Stop fucking whinging. <laughs> It's just a rough As guy. A twenty-eight-year-old fat man. I can't even wear anything in Miss Selfridge. <laughs> Vara's really tight. I had to get a double XL. Okay, cool. Oh mate, buy I- a two-man tent if you have to. You fat swat. It doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> I am wearing This is how difficult it is As a short fat man I am wearing a small A medium A large An XL And a 10 <laughs> um, I love it when you're in the wrong shop Once This is this happened in Liverpool There's a Forever 21 Bang in the middle of town In there on a, like, yeah, a yeah. corner I think it's closing down But it is I needed I needed a lint roller Because as you know Got a little bit of the OCD tendencies Yeah And I cannot abide Wearing a dark t-shirt That's one size too small A little on the tits But also having lint I can't yeah. do it Got to hot water, had no lint roller. It was one of those things where there were like 19 shows in the day. I had a gap between shows. So I was like, I'm going to go and buy a lint roller. Walked through town. I was like, where the fuck am I buying a lint roller here? I was like, it's going to just be from a girl's shop. Because I was in the middle of town, I just looked and Forever 21 was there. Like you're in a movie. <laughs> I walked in looking like I look, being who I am, like I am. Walked in and I have never <laughs> felt more like a sex tourist in my fucking life. Also, do you have lint roller? <laughs> Hello, Kinder. Oh, there's a lot of orange women here. So all of the girls, what's the what's the age limit on Forever Twenty One? Because it looked like it was Forever Fourteen and a Half. Yeah, it was just children everywhere, and really you. heavily makeup girl children. And I have never got so many dodgy looks like. In, you know like if you're a shoplifter security guards look at you like are you gonna steal something yeah. it was like are you gonna fuck a kid throw up a child <laughs> I was like I'm just here for lint rollers and that made it seem worse <laughs> oh, oh it's so linty I just want something to rub on my nipples <laughs> they're so young um so really, Becky, it's I a, it's we a, need a new button for the soundboard. Nuns! <laughs> you haven't jerked off in nearly 36 hours. Get out of Forever 21. <laughs> I honestly think you've asked a question of basically like, yeah. Oh, so I think clothes that look two sizes too big just look fucking horrible, don't they? I just don't like it. Just I, me I, I think, um, yeah, well, I always buy things one size too small generally because I convince myself that I'm going to go on a diet soon yeah. and lose oh, the weight. Oh, aspirational buy-in. We all do that, babe. And then what I do is I go home, try it on, realise it doesn't fit, and then comfort it. <laughs> have, you got, have you got a side of your wardrobe or like a place where all the, like, the aspirational wardrobe is like, one day. The whole fucking wardrobe? Yeah. Why do you think I wear a hoodie every week on this? It's because none of my T-shirts fit. <laughs> I've got a box in the, in the garage that's literally got thin written on it. <laughs> I'm not even joking. <laughs> So what would I rather... I, I'm going to go one size too small because that's what I do. That's what we're doing already. Yeah. Uh, from Zach, would you rather have a partner with the perfect face but very average body or a very average face with the perfect body? Ooh. So. 
Um, Obviously, we're all partnered up, and I've already pissed my wife off like three times this episode. So what I'd say is, let's. It's a hypothetical, you know. Mm-hmm. We're in the realms of a dream world. Okay. So before we crack on, um, do you think Laura's got a better face or body? <laughs> oh Jesus! Is that the end of the podcast? I really feel that. I think we might have run out of SD card. L- lovely listening to you. Could you not vote for Adam because he's a twat? Um, just it, uh, hypothetical. It, say you know, say coronavirus takes our partners out. Hashtag God bless. Yeah. Um, what are you looking for? Average face and good body, or good face, average body. Uh, do you know? And I feel very strongly about this, and I do, and I have done for the last four seconds. <laughs> Beautiful face, average body. Because you're looking at an average face like like a nothing face. Well, the thing you is, you have an amazing body, but you've got to look at that fucking when you're watching a film. Like, oh god, look at average face over there eating yeah, but a Domino's. Average is all right, though, oh. isn't it? Average. He's made it quite easy, really, because I'd be happy with either of them. I'm not. It's a would you rather? You can't either of them. <laughs> would you rather? Yeah, but most of these would you rather's both are horrific, which makes it <laughs> which makes it hard. Whereas I think would you rather these... have a partner with your dad's face <laughs> or your mum's fanny? <laughs> <laughs> and that's from seventy-two of our listeners. <laughs> right, have a partner with a perfect face, but terrible body. Bad body. Yeah, <laughs> like what we're we talking about. Bad, like like my lovely little hums, like the. Like, um, oh, not pimples. Pimples everywhere. Oh, fuck. No, you've made well, it too hard now. Like, I actually see what Zach's done here. Because if you make it minging, you're like, oh, well, I can't. What's the matter? I haven't had an pimples, erection for four years. like benign tumours. <laughs> Just a lumpy, pimply woman with a gorgeous face. Or a lumpy, pimply face. Shrek. <laughs> Stupidly good body. Now you've got to do... I see why he's done average. Because if you make it too... It becomes like... I it honestly think yeah, But then it becomes Difficult to pick, Doesn't it I think beautiful face Average body You know why Because that face is The window to the sort. I don't know what I'm on about But I like a little bit Of chunk here and there And a little bit of You know Like a malformed leg <laughs> A what Do you know what I think A malformed I think they could be into that Beautiful face Nice breast One smaller than the other And a wooden And then knee. one leg Smaller than the other Like <laughs> shit She can do all sorts Every time we have sex It's like a fucking Horny game of twister <laughs> That bitch can do positions that no one else can do, you know, because she's got one fucking troll foot. I am... Um, yeah, I do like a pretty face on it, girl, so I think I'd probably agree with you. <laughs> you yeah. deserve it. The perfect body, though. It, now I'm going perfect body, average face. I can look at an average face and deal with that. Not a problem at all. Happy birthday, Jade. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, perfect body. I mean, perfect body. Like, perfect. Like, yeah. Yeah, but do you like, remember the conversation we just had about like all our Victor- clothes being too small? Victoria's Secret model perfect. Yeah. Like... With a plain Jane fucking face. Yeah, but doggy style, you fucking oh. box off. What are you on for? Oh. Doggy style's regular. Do you know, of all the things we've joked about, I feel like you took that too far. <laughs> no, I didn't. No, I mean, doggy style sound and you got the perfect body. As long as she's not facing a mirror, you're golden. <laughs> Don't fucking in front of a puddle. Look at the wardrobe, Gail. <laughs> There's a mirror on the wardrobe. <laughs> Fuck you, Ikea. <laughs> why do I... Why, do you, why are you calling me Betty? It's <laughs> what I like. <laughs> Pat me on the bum. Pat. Triggered! <laughs> oh. uh, this is... <laughs> um, okay. From, from Derek. 
Derek. And he says, Derek. This is from a guy called Derek. <laughs> a guy called Derek. It is called Derek. Derek. Um, it's strange that someone... he says he says hi Dave. <laughs> so Derek's a fucking idiot. <laughs> you are listening to Have a Word with Adam Rowe <laughs> and some con called Dave. <laughs> it's nice to know that nine episodes in, that one guy can't really be arsed li- <laughs> learning on him. Fucking libtard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dave. Would Adam rather? Oh, okay. Uh, score the winning goal for United to relegate Liverpool or have to go to prison and share a cell with a sex-starved, horny-as-fuck purple Aki. <laughs> Do you know why I kept this one in? I know we... But they're not related. I know we don't even talk about football, but what's a purple Aki? You don't know who purple Aki is? No. You've never heard of purple Aki? It sounds familiar. Is it like Forever okay. 21? So, um... It could be a girl's clothes. First of all, <laughs> Purple Aki, although he is widely known as that, and <laughs> that name has to be used, I'm pretty sure um, there's a bit of racism in there, because P. Aki is oh. a racial slur, and I also think Purple. Disgusting! Because this is a, a, a very black man, Purple Aki, and there's a, a, a long historical thing with racism where people are so black they're purple. Like, that's a racist thing is it yeah so i think that's why he's called that however i genuinely i genuinely didn't know i'm not even with it i i honestly i got oh my I guess, god we've got to educate you on purple Aki. i guess what a purple Aki was because of the situation but yeah. i genuinely couldn't have told you what purple Aki was okay and i didn't know it was racist I, I well i think i think it is and i'd just like to as a white add, man i think it might be racist <laughs> i'd just like to add that caveat in before we carry on uh but we've got to leave this it we've got to have you educated on purple Aki. i can't believe you don't know who he is so purple Aki is a very famous scouse man who has been to prison for several times uh for um Groping the muscles of men. Oh. So, Purple Aki, if you look a bit muscly, or even if you don't, he right. might come up to you in the street sometime. In Liverpool? In Liverpool, and he, he travels around as well. I tried to take a selfie of him, like with him in the background, at Manchester Piccadilly Station a couple of years ago, and he caught me and came over to me and scared the fucking shit out of me. Right. He's enormous. And he would go up to men and say, like, I'll give you a fiver if I can just grope your biceps a bit. And he'd make you make a make a bicep and he'd, he'd squeeze it and has he got a twitter is this social media is this on instagram no he's not verified <laughs> he's, he's is he doing is he recording it no oh just he's he's just a bit of a a muscly sexual creep oh so that's who pear black is so what was the question again score the winning goal for united to relegate liverpool yeah i honestly i could finish it right there i think adam could take about four large dicks before he does that um or Go to prison and share a cell with a sex-starved, horniest mock purple Aki. Yeah, I'm getting bummed by purple me. Yeah, yeah, pee money. And me. You're a red. Like I, I'll take a purple for the fucking red. I don't like. We don't talk about fussy that much on this podcast, uh, sort of by design. Um, Particularly any- this week because Watford <laughs> beat Liverpool three 0 I'm so sorry. <clears throat> yeah, Dan's a Watford fan. Disgusting. Um, congratulations. Yes. Um, but anyone who sort of. Uh, Liverpool are fucked. What the fuck's this? <laughs> Where's that come from? What was that? It's just saying goodbye. Why is that an unlabeled button that you know what it does? 
undefeated records gone. <laughs> So fuck Klopp's oh, fucked. you fucking cunt. Um, anyone who follows me on Twitter knows I'm quite aggressively a Liverpool fan. Um, and Liverpool, as a football club, affects my mood. Um, it drives Jade mad because if Liverpool lose... Well, normally when Liverpool lose, I've sort of got over the Watford one quite quickly because of how well we're doing. But when, it, when, when we're close to other teams and Liverpool drop points and it can negatively affect our campaign... It fucks my week up. I can be quite moody for the week or so. Um, I, I, I feel sick. The thought of scoring a goal for Manchester United that relegates Liverpool, I can't deal with that. Whereas I feel like I would get over being bummed by Purple Lackey a few times. Also, it's that weird thing of being a comedian. Like in those two situations, one you can never gig in Liverpool again, so that's a nightmare. And the other one, you get a story out of that. Yeah, I can end an Edinburgh show on that. I'm less straight than I am. Willing to score for Man United. I'm straight, yeah. but yeah, yeah, yeah. You okay? Someone's ringing. It's fine. It's me, agent. I'll call her back in a bit. Fucking hell! You know, losing to, to Watford is essentially like a, a Euro Millions winner. You know, like Liverpool being so far ahead, it's a blip in it. It's like a Euro Millions winner losing. It's three it's losing, as well, though. Losing it twenty. It was such quid. a slapping. Did you watch the game? I I did not watch the game. I didn't know it was happening. I was driving. I knew it was happening, but in my head, I was. Uh, we lost to United, and I, uh, in my head, we had a really good run over Christmas. And I'm just like, I want to get this going again because we've got a good squad. We can survive. Yeah. And I'd written Nigel off Pearson's the United game as well. and the Liverpool game. I'd written them off and like, right, but that last ten games will be all right. Now I believe. Yeah. Oh, I think you'll stay up. That's Sars a great player. Deeney's a, a, a warrior up front. Do you think you'll stay up? I think we probably will. <laughs> I never want to hear that noise again. Adam's never turned. I never, ever, ever want to hear that noise again. I'm going to get Vietnam-style flashbacks to that. Oh. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> Wofford. Fuck the Hornets. Fuck that bee cunt you have on the sidelines. Fuck he's Elton a Hornet. John. He's a Hornet. Fuck You're Troy Deeney. Fuck. No. <laughs> fuck. All. Fuck up. No. Fuck the colour yellow. No. The colour yellow. Dan. Wasn't one of your away kits yellow? No. It used to be. It used to be. Not anymore. Reebok. Fuck off. Upset me, nasty bitch. Disgusting. Shut up. Disgusting. <laughs> okay, boys, let's do another feature already. It's time for Have a Word with Adam and Dan. Send us all the problems that you have with your friends. We'll tell them to fuck off and why they're wrong and you're right. And listen to it of a night. Have a word. <laughs> you tried to rhyme then. I did. That, that was where it went off. I was like, Adam's doing all right here. Fuck, he's trying to rhyme. <laughs> Stream of consciousness next time. Time to have a word with Adam and Dan. Send us all the problems that you have with your friends. We'll have a word with them for you. Right. That'll stop you singing. That's brilliant. That's Pavlovian, that. It's horrible. Adam, uh, our, our good listeners have been... They want us to fix their lives. Let us help them. Yeah, so uh, for any new listeners, I'm sure the regular listeners are well attuned to what we're about to do here. Uh, we do this section every week. Uh, everything you've heard so far this episode, like, uh, there's a bit of bullshit. There's some interchangeable features that are in sometimes. Every single week, we have a word. This was meant to be the whole podcast. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's about 10% of it these days. Um, we have a word with someone on your behalf. So if someone in your life is doing something that's driving you mad, if they're ruining their own life and they're not listening to you, they're not listening to their friends, tell us about it. We'll have a word with them for you and hopefully an outside perspective will help you get along with fixing this shit. So we've got two have a words for this week. Uh, the first one is from Harry. Uh, this was sent to me via either Instagram or Twitter. I can't this remember, but it's now. Harry on wants us to have a word with his nana. Is it I, just his nana? Wanna, I just want to leave the family. Oh. <laughs> me and my missus Megan, like, we just want to fucking. <laughs> so God. Go I'll tell you what, if Prince Harry ever writes into this, then that'll be the end of the podcast. We're never going to top that, are we? Um, hi, Adam. Uh, Podcast is class And I need you to have a word With someone in my university flat There's a lad from down south Who lives with us Let's say his name is Gary It's not It's Charlie But don't want him crying over me Complaining about him <laughs> I don't think I was meant to read the bit His name is Gary Gary And he's a massive wet wipe Like he's a nice lad In terms of he'd shake your hand When you meet him Coronavirus Bad idea Uh <laughs> But he says shite like crikey and marvellous and wears tight jean shorts. Oh, this is getting a bit homophobic. Uh, the worst of it, though, is that he got with one of the girls in the flat in week one. Oh, he's not gay. He just wears tight jean shorts. Weird. Um, one size too small. <laughs> <laughs> he got one of the girls in the flat in week one and asked her to be his girlfriend by week ten. Subsequently buying £200 of Taylor Swift tickets for her that scared her off. They've now broken up. Since we came to uni in September, he just mopes and cries and pulls people for chats in his room so he can wallow Ooh. and does that thing where he stares off into space like one flew over the cuckoo's nest until someone asks him if he's all right. Tell him to have a word and grow some balls. Lots of love from Harry. Fucking Harry doesn't mess around, does he? Also, he's very on top of weeks, isn't he? By week one, he did this. By week ten, he I did reckon this. Harry narrates like he's the Geordie in the Big Brother house. No, but Harry knows. Week nine in the <laughs> in the uni flat. Week twelve, Gary's, Gary's gone and bought Taylor Swift tickets for Megan, and Megan's fucking shitting herself. <laughs> Megan's gone home because by week fourteen. <laughs> She's got a restraining order. Week 12 in the Big Brother house. <laughs> oh, man, this Big Brother house just got fucking a different feel about it. Do you know what I have a problem with? I start doing one accent and it just morphs into a different one. And I've got no control over it. That was good, though. Week 10 in the Big Brother <laughs> Oh, not Welsh. Got a lot of Welsh listeners. Week 10 in the Big Brother house. What? <laughs> Gary's saying shite like crikey and marvellous. Marvellous? <laughs> Nasty bitch! <laughs> so, is this... I don't know which part of... Oh, my God, it's all over the shop. Oh, we need to have a word with ourselves, man. This podcast has been so fun, I feel tired. I tried to do an African accent again, and it was Bangladeshi. Oh, my God, I'm so... You're hanging around with your daughter too much? I'm so African. <laughs> so... I'm from Sunderland. Yeah, I think uh, we've, I'm from we have Coventry, had, motherfucker. <laughs> we've got to have a way with Gary here because you're ruining your mate's uni experience here, lad. <sighs> like you can't be the miserable. You're going to end up with no mates by oh, he sounds terrible. year two. And do you know what's going to happen? Yeah, Gary. If you, <laughs> it's not your real name, so um, you know what's going to happen here, Gary. If uh, if you carry on being a mopey little bellwiff, then in year two, you're going to be living with new people again. 
Yeah. Because year one, which is what this sounds like, you, you, you sort of get lumped in with a load of people. That you don't know who you're signing up for. The, yeah. The uni just go, this is your flat. It's you five. Yeah. See it. But in year Hopefully two... Hopefully you get a couple of sound people. Yeah. One Chinese exchange student, one lad from Kenilworth who's a weirdo. Yeah. One Northern Irish rugby player. I'm getting very specific about my own experience. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and you, it's all potluck. If you're a bell with, by the time you get to second year, because year two you you tend to pick your housemates, don't you? And you find a little relegated. house, it, yeah. like in the outskirts of the city. You're not in the city centre on campus anymore. You tend to get like a student house in that little student area in of the every Bavarian city. quarter. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> in, in Liverpool, it's Smithdown Road, which is a massive fucking road. There's loads of roads off it. That's just student central. Yeah. Like, there's loads there. In Manchester, it's um, Fallowfield. Fallowfield, isn't it? By where Excess Malarkey used to be. Yeah, yeah. Back in town. Um, you, you, you're gonna Gary you're gonna end up in a house with all the other miserable pricks who just get left I don't know if he is I think he's gonna be back in halls again I think he's gonna be that fuck it what's he doing here I said last year no one wanted to live with me <laughs> fuck off. then you're ruining some other fir- some some freshers like oh what's that old dude sad also this is advice for fucking everyone I didn't go to uni for that long but I, I still feel in a position to give this advice you don't want to end up in a relationship with the girl you've banged in week one of uni uni is to be a slag isn't it you, <laughs> that's a time to just spread your seed a bit isn't that from the <laughs> it's Oscar Wilde isn't that from the prospectus of the <laughs> University of Cambridge <laughs> Here at King's College, we believe that university is to be a slag. <laughs> is that, is that wanna, Harvard? Like, university College London, I can't quite place it. Like, uni is a time to just get some dick, get some pussy. If you like both, get some dick and some pussy at the University of Coventry. <laughs> no, that's, yeah, that's the university. <laughs> I think that's the University of Rochdale's perspective. <laughs> what up, motherfucker? It ain't a campus. It's my nana's house. Um, yeah. I, I went to uni. This melt lad who gets. Go I on, went sorry. to uni with two with two mates. We yeah. were they started dating in freshers week, and they split up. Honest, and this sounds like I'm just saying it for the podcast. Just after graduation, they just were like, "This isn't going to work." They were already on the rocks. They graduated. Yeah. She. They all went to different. One was from West Yorkshire. One was from Seven Oaks in Kent, and they literally split up. Yeah. So basically, for every fucking minute of university three years both got a degree in Newcastle one of the most fun places you can be at university they were in a committed long term relationship yeah because I've just said unis for slags Newcastle's for slags as well <laughs> for you really? put them together <laughs> yeah. you've got you, you can be a di- and I'm, when I say slags by the way this isn't slut shaming I'm talking about men as well and I'm not using it as a negative term at all I think we should all be slags when we're at university or in Newcastle <laughs> and you, yeah you can't be the melty buys 200 quid of Taylor Swift tickets 10 weeks in to a relationship Ugh. 10 weeks also what what are you doing what that's you like sp- me turning up next week with 200 quid worth of tickets to take you to see Taylor Swift hey, I've been married 5 years and I'm a full full grown uh, earning adult I won't spend 200 quid on tickets for fucking anyone what's he doing <laughs> is he going in his student loan for 200 quid a ticket yeah you should be spending that on vodka Red Bulls <laughs> Get, speeding your heart rate up and slowing it down at the same time if you haven't given yourself an arrhythmia by week 10 you can't be giving someone tickets to Taylor Swift Gary's not coming out he's not even got a fucking murmur <laughs> pussy <laughs> can you imagine going in for an emergency loan at university I'm, I'm, I need a hardship loan an emergency hardship loan do you yeah because I didn't get my Taylor Swift tickets on the initial sale so now I'm on like the you know the ticket sites and the cunt's staring out the window into space 
Like, mean, it, like in Friends when Ross and Rachel turned up, <laughs> split up for a bit. Slight of hand and twist of fate. On a bed of nails, she mm-hmm. makes me win. And I'm win oh. without you. Oh, that was brutal. Once again, that voice. <laughs> without you. I'm going to stop him singing. There you go. With or without It's the same you. sound. It's the same sound. <laughs> with, or, with or without G, like G, G. Uh, it, it, that was the most obvious one, Harry. We were always going to be on your side. But gen- generally, you can't get rid of, You're just going to have to get to the end of first year. You'll go home. And in second year, you will never have to deal with that twat again. Yeah. Honestly, that's how university works. I'm so sorry. You see people later in your life and you're like, oh, are you all right? And you're like, fuck that. You don't have to be the mate. Yeah. So I've got to say this, Harry. You're nearly fully there. on your side. I wouldn't worry about it too much. You've only got about three months left of this prick now. Uh, and Gary, if you are listening to this lad and you want to change your ways and you've got three months to do six months <laughs> get rid of six months worth of damage you've got to be the soundest most up for a laugh lad for the next three months forget about this girl who didn't want these tickets off your lad you know what let's just go on your side just for one sec you fell in love early early in you, you've you, you've you've fucked yourself up you need to get past it you need to go on a streak you need to be putting your dick in anything that is willing to let you do it I don't care whether it's Betty I don't care whether it's <laughs> other uni students I don't care whether you have to get arrested and spend the night with Paper Lackey whatever you need to do to get your willy wet go and do it be a happier guy and stop making your lives y- y- your mates lives miserable you're ruining uni for them pack it in you don't want to be living on your own next year or the rest of all the rejects I tell you what it's going to be brutal for Harry if coronavirus strikes and he gets quarantined at uni <laughs> with with Gary with with or oh. without you it's just looking out the window like mm. <laughs> with Mr Taylor Swift concert yeah there we go Gary have a way oh, with yourself lad lid Harry, thanks for your submission. We really appreciate it. Let's do one more, and then we'll have to leave the rest for later. We will. Um, so, final have a wave for this week. Adam and Dan La need your help. Scouse one. <laughs> oh, it's definitely Scouse this. One for the pod this, right? <laughs> I love how like some of the submissions we get, especially from Scouse listeners, are written in an accent. Do you know what I mean? Like, one for the pod this, right? He wrote that down. He didn't, that wasn't a verbal tech right at the end of the sentence do, do iPhone do like a Scouse autocorrect I think we have to just turn it off <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> otherwise you end up getting lad corrected like and you have to go back and delete your own D um, Adam La need your Adam and Dan La need your help one for the pod this right my mate has been speaking to this girl for a couple of months now and to be honest with you right the both of them haven't got their heads screwed on properly a month in after getting with each other they dropped the L bomb too soon <laughs> Oh, how how long? A month, a month in. I wonder how old they are. Come on, finish it. Finish yes, it. We'll come lasagna. Um, this is after four months of speaking. So they've been speaking for four months together for one month, and then I love you. Oof. Um, the other night he said he was completely done with the relationship and just didn't see it going anywhere. So as a good mate, I told him whatever choice he'd made, I'd be happy for him. That night he went home and told her the bad news. They argued like badly argued so then a day later I come home from work to news that he's apologised to her and they're now both acting as if nothing happened me and my girlfriend doing in the middle of both of this as my girlfriend is mates with his girl we're in the middle of it and it's a nightmare for us have a word with these two for us and tell them to grow up it was sent to me on twitter by Jack 
Right, so he, what Jack thinks they should... not to be named. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, John Doe... So, let me y- y- make this an added point. This was sent to me on Twitter by someone who has asked not to be named, and we shall call him Elliot. So, does Elliot want... Does Elliot... What, Elliot! When he says, tell him to grow up, does he mean split up? Is that what he wants... I think is he just like they're not what's going I, I think this is a classic case he's just whinging isn't he? <laughs> I think this is a classic case of like one like Elias and his missus have gone well my mate's single your mate's single let's put them together and they're both lonely people who have lost their best friends to a relationship so now they're like I just need to I, if I get with their mate then we'll be able to see each other all the time and I've seen this happen before where you end up in a relationship with like your mate's beard's mate. No, it's yeah. It's so eggy because you're trying to force date a random in it. Because yeah. then when it all goes wrong, you're like, ah, we'll never see each other again. Bye bye. Yeah, yeah. It's also better because then at the end of it, like your mate and his beard can be like, never fucking like that anyway. Your mate even can't be that honest if it's your, his beard's mate. Because if they get married, he might be the best man and she might be one of the bridesmaids. That eggy night where you're like, oh fuck, we dated, didn't we? Yeah, maid of honor and best man. Still a dick. If that does happen, they're going to bang again on the wedding. <laughs> oh, grim. Do you know what made me laugh about that one? When they were like, it's just, you know, so she he tried to end it. And then they had a really bad argument. I, I, as, as in, she went psycho. And now they're just back and he's they're ignoring it. <laughs> like, yeah. So basically she went, and he was like, fuck that. All right, yeah, we're still together. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I didn't see you had that gear. Fuck it's, sake. it's such a classic version, though, of like all those relationships you see on Facebook and that. You know, where it like plays out on social media, where it's like, he's a bastard, I'm fucking done with him. I'm done with him. And you know what? He's always been a cunt. And I can't believe I didn't know it from the start. And then the next day, they'll put like a status up, like there's a selfie, there's love hearts everywhere. And they're like, do you know what? It's just me and him against the world. And no one else's opinions matter. And you're like, <laughs> yeah, like yesterday you were asking for everyone yeah. else's opinion. Should have done this privately, dickheads. Yeah, I, rec- I reckon you just need to. Uh... Have you heard the story about Kai? Kai Humphreys, our, our, our mate. Great comic. Right, brilliant Great comic. Guy. He tried to end a relationship. This is years ago, about five, six, seven years ago. He told me this. This is like, what's it? Is it? What's this is not with Natalie, who he's now married No, to. no, no, no. This is back in the days. <laughs> he uh, he was seeing this girl. He's been seeing her for like whatever a year. They've been living together, year and a half. And he was like, he'd known for a while because Kai's dead sound that it just wasn't working out. So he was like I've been building up to it in my head for like more than a couple of months but she's sound and everything but I need to end it so he was at home and she waited for him to come home from work and was like listen it's not you it's me it's just not working out I'm not not really that happy and she was like oh she broke down and he was just consoled and he was like look and I don't anyway it didn't get nasty but he was like I don't know what you want to do but it's just I'm not feeling it and I hope that we can still be friends and everything obviously you don't need to move out immediately but you know it is my place so anyway I'm just so glad and she was like oh I'm heartbroken and we're just trying to get through it oh, whatever. next day he uh, he was out got back to his flat where they lived together and she'd just made some food and there was a wash on she tied it up like it was a normal day and he was like oh this is strange that we're not really talking about the breaking up and she was really light and like happy and normal and then after about half an hour he was like it really hasn't even been brought up at all this and then after like two hours he was like oh my god 
she's ignoring it. And then he was like, fuck, so long had gone on that he'd not gone, you know, we have split up. And she kept going like that. And they were together for another six months. <laughs> I'm not even joking. That's so funny. She just went, she slept on it, woke up and went. Like a Darren Brown mind trick just came in and was like, it didn't happen. I'm going to make it, I'm going to make him think that he dreamt the breakup. And he's and Kai's a nice guy. Genuinely, he knew what was going on, but he was like, "Fuck!" He was like, "Couldn't." He was like, "I don't know what to do with this." How did he break up in the end? The second time, <laughs> this is literally like brought his lawyer in. <laughs> it was like witnesses, brought bailiffs in. Yeah, yeah. It was like she needs to go. Now you, this might <laughs> seem squatting. Yeah, this might seem like repetition, except now we have legal representation. <laughs> Wearing a GoPro for your breakup. <laughs> so you've got the fucking record of it. No, I didn't dream it. Officer, I swear. Look, here she is, making a fucking lasagna in the kitchen. As if nothing's fucking happened. It is weird, though, isn't it? It is fucking weird. I I'm love breaking that up, story. But yeah, Do you want garlic bread? Do you want garlic bread? Do you know, do you know, he's, he's fucked. Because they're just going to have to do what they do. They're going to have to let that storm just play out how it plays out. Yeah. You can't... F- you know, she sounds mental, so don't even get involved because you're going to make an mental. enemy. Yeah. yeah. I think the problem here is um, you, you've written into us, so you obviously really don't want these two to be together. And I reckon your missus doesn't want them to be together either. But if you, if you were to give them that advice and go, you just need to split up, this isn't fucking working. They're both like... Your missus's mate is going to hate you because she's going to. There's a history with it with, with your missus, so they're going to be like, "Well, we're still friends." You were just being honest with me, but I reckon he was fucking. Being they could get it. married. You could lose a mate, and then the, your mate is going to side with you, but hate your missus. You you both going to you and your missus are going to stay together. Your mates are going to split up. Your mate's going to hate your missus. Her mate's going to hate you. Eggy as fuck. What you're going to have to do, lad, is just slowly erode their relationship and confidence. You just need to keep slipping in. Problems and keep you going black ops. Yeah. Oh, Adam, I yeah. love how your evil mind works. Yeah. Metal Gear Solid style. Is that? I tell you, reference? Metal Gear Solid style. That sounded like. Is that a, a, a garage album? All oh, right. Okay. <laughs> I I think the clever way to do this, instead of eroding it from your mate's side, ignore him because that's what she's expecting. She's expecting you to undermine it from your mate's side. Fuck him. Start undermining it from her side. And get your missus to do it from your mate's side. You swap oh, roles. Oh, It's the perfect murder. Oh. So you're just slowly Switching like... Switching Like, he's me mating that, but I don't know how you put up with him as in a relationship. He's a nightmare, isn't he? He's, like, isn't he horrible yeah. the way he does this and that? And then you get your missus to do it the other side. And then when you break up, when they break up, your mate's still going to love your missus. Yeah. Because he's going to see her as the only ally who understood him the whole time and the problems yeah. they had. And your your missus's mate is going to still love you. This is fucking... We've solved yeah. this. So it's you the go first to actual her, have a word you go to that we've her, actually solved properly. Just say, he's had a wank on a National Express. Yeah. Yeah, that's my gift to them. Because yeah. I think that'll erode any relationship. <laughs> when Laura heard it on the podcast, she didn't. I'd never told her that. <laughs> Did you know? Yeah, but she's married now. Yeah. So she's fucked. It costed a lot of money to leave you. They're not married. National Express wank could end that relationship. She'd be like, he's a perv. Now, Laura thinks that, but she's got a mortgage and a child. What's she going to do? Get your missus to tell him that she wants to frig herself off on the Walters. On the Walters? At real. At real? Fair. I'm just trying to think of an equivalent. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon. Frig yourself off on the Walters. 
Wanker and National Express, they are the gender opposites of each other. Frigged yourself off on a sun shower. <laughs> That's it! Where's me sun shower damp? Jack! Yeah. Oh, that was good, that. I felt like we were. I mean, it's you know. I feel ridiculous. like we've I feel like we've actually given some solid advice there, though. In a in a roundabout way, in our way of doing it, I actually think we've helped there. Yeah, I think you need to go to the girl and slag your mate off. Get your missus to go to him and slag her mate off. It's the perfect murder. They'll split up. You'll all still be friends apart from them too. They might even stay friends in this situation. We fucking nailed it. That's the pod. Have a word done. <laughs> um, let let's uh. Let's get someone with genuine talent to close out this podcast. Who have we got this week? Um, so, yeah, we've got a song coming up. Just to reiterate before we close out, uh, please go to either our Twitter or the Chortle website and vote for me to win Best Club Comic and vote for anyone but Dan Nightingale to win Best Comp. Don't you fucking dare. <laughs> uh, and keep downloading, keep hitting subscribe, keep leaving us the five-star reviews, and most importantly, keep talking about us in your WhatsApp group, social media. Please keep doing all of that. The more you do it, the more it helps us. We're going to climb the charts again. We're going to get more and more downloads, and we're going to be able to do this for longer and longer. We're so, so grateful for the support so far. Please keep doing it. Please do that. Uh, and also, if you fancy coming to see me on tour, as I said, Dan's going to do a couple of those with me, just as a very big favour to be honest with you he absolutely murdered it in Chester last week um, come and see me you can go to adamrow.co.uk forward slash shows to get tickets for that uh, playing us out this week there's a fantastic band called Columbia they're on Instagram columbia.music they're on Twitter columbia underscore and they're on Facebook columbia space music um, and when I said space it's a space not the word space um, and this is their song it's called This Life it's an absolute banger thanks to Columbia for letting us listen thanks to you guys for listening again this is This Life by Columbia we are out of here see you next week <laughs>